on this week's episode, we're going to talk about how to generate power. Welcome to the Mind Your Self-Defense Podcast, where my goal is to teach men and women how to gain confidence by connecting to their inner badass. I am your host, Sensei Andrew. I am a Black Button Krav Maga uh, NRA firearms instructor, a U.S. Navy veteran, and owner of Rise Above Self-Defense. By using interviews with industry professionals, self-defense students, product reviews, and personal experience, I can help guide you to your badass. Welcome back. I hope everybody had a great week. Today we're talking about how to generate power um, with your strikes. If you guys remember, strikes are anything you do standing up. Uh, Punches, elbows, knees, headbutts, kicks, any of that kind of stuff. But today we're just talking about generating power and when you're particularly strikes which are punches or palm strikes, okay? Um, Anything that goes straight, you could use three things to help give you more power. And then when you go, if you're rotating, or say you're doing a, a hook or a slap, and you're going from left to right or right to left, then you could generate two forms of power. If you're going up and down, um, you could generate two forms of power. So if you're going to hit your enemy, say your opponent is bent over and you're striking them downwards, you could generate two forms of power there to help you get a, a bigger strike. If it's the other way around where you're you're going to strike going upwards like an uppercut or a knee to the, the head if they're bent over or something like that, then you can use two forms to gen- help generate power. Okay, so first we're going to break down the standing up ones, the standing up hands only straight shots, and then we'll get into some of the other ones. So if you are delivering a straight punch or a palm strike, which is just an open hand punch. The first way to generate power is with extension, which is just the length of your arm. If you have someone standing in front of you and you just extend your arm out and hit that person, even if it's like a light pat and you're just stretching your arm out, um, to the max reach you have, you're going to apply pressure to that person. So um, let's say you're putting your hand on their shoulder, okay? And you are you have your hand extended and you bring your hand back just enough to bend your elbow a little bit and then you extend your elbow or you extend your arm and strain out your elbow and you do it a little quicker and you make impact on that person's shoulder. They are going to feel that. Okay. So you're going to have a little bit of power. So they're going to feel that. So that's extension with just. That's power with just the extension of your arm. So. That. I would say just to make the math simple. 
I would say that's 25% of your power if you're if you're using just extension. So if you hit that person with that palm strike or that punch in the in the shoulder at 25%, that means you're getting 25% of your maximum power or your body weight, okay? Um so yes, that's going to hurt someone. Is it going to knock it out, knock them out? Probably not. Okay. The second way to generate power is to add rotation into your movement. Okay. Rotation will add another 25% of your power so look these are not exact numbers guys i'm just doing this to keep the math really simple so you guys could understand what i'm trying to say okay so how do we do this rotation so like you have your hand on that person's shoulder where it's extended without taking your hand off of that person rotate that shoulder towards the person and you will see that you're going to pick up at least two to three inches in your strike and you're going to generate more power okay so if you have someone you could try this on put your hand on there extend out okay and then just rotate your shoulder into that person and it's kind of like you're giving them a little push or a little shove and you could see how much more range you're going to pick up by rotating. You're going to pick up at least two to three inches average. Okay. Now you got to do this without um, uh, um, leaning forward. You want to maintain your balance, right? Right now you should have 50-50 body weight. So 50% of your weight on your front leg and 50% weight on your back leg. Okay. Um. And this is just upper body stuff right now that we're talking about. So the extension, add the rotation, you're going to generate more power. So now you're going to have 25 plus 25. So now you have 50% of power. Okay. So you just made your strike 25% more powerful by just rotating your shoulders. Okay, so you're already going to throw the, the punch anyways. So why not get the maximum effort out of it? Okay, and all you need to do is rotate your shoulder a little bit. That's it. It doesn't have to be real drastic. So you rotate your shoulder. And like I said, now you have 50% strength behind that punch. Okay, um... Yeah, and you're like 50% just by extending and rotating. Like I said, the math is not exact. I'm just doing this to make it real simple so you guys could understand what I'm trying to to uh, tell you guys. The third way to generate power is weight transfer. 
okay, or shifting your weight, whatever you want to call it, okay. So what I mean by that is that the scenario, again, you have that person and you have your hand on their shoulder and you rotate and now what you're doing is you're shifting your weight. Like I said, we were standing at 50-50. So what you want to do is you want to shift your weight from 50-50 to something around like 70-30, 80-20, something like that. So the weight, the 50% you have on your back leg, you want to shift it towards your front. And make that the 70 and the back 30 or the 80, 20, something like that. You don't want to lean. You don't want to lean. You just want to shift your weight. Get lighter on your back foot. You don't want to lean so much because if you lean so much, then like you guys know when we talked about understanding the push-pull energy, if I lean so forward and I have so much weight on my front leg, all my opponent has to do is pull me and I'm off balance. Okay, so we got to be able to do these three uh, body movements to generate maximum power without losing our balance. So we shift our weight. We don't lean. We just shift our weight. And your body is going to give you the other 50% uh, of your power so now you have the 25% from your extension you have your 25% from your rotation and then you have your 50% from your shift in your body weight so that's how you sh that's how you get a hundred percent power out of your body okay and why is it so important well if you are a small woman saying, I'm guessing around 110, 115 pounds, even 100 pounds. If you're going up against someone like me who is 240, 6 foot 240, um, I have advantage on almost everything. Weight, size, reach. I got an advantage on a lot of things versus that short woman. But I'm going to tell you this, and it, because it's happened to me, um, if you guys have seen, or if you guys, hopefully you guys heard the episode with Veronica Schutz, uh, my interview with her, um, Veronica and I used to train at the same dojo. I remember her as a white belt, and um, she's going to be testing for her black belt next year I believe um, but me and her used to spar quite a bit and she's she's a shorter woman to me um, I think she's I don't know she's maybe like 5'4 or something like that I can't remember um, uh, but something like that and she's a very thin woman and uh, we used to spar all the time but because she knew how to generate power, when she would hit me, I would feel it a lot, okay? Um, which is awesome for her. And it's also awesome for me because it's telling me I can't, I can't underestimate her. And it made me 
move more so I wouldn't be in the line of her her strikes. Um, so it would benefit me and it would benefit her. Uh, also, too, because I was taller than her, she would have to come in on me faster to uh, reduce my reach. Okay. But like I said, she knew how to generate power. So when she would hit me, I would feel it. Okay. And to set up a scenario on how we used to spar at at the dojo, um, we used to do the morning class. There was a morning class and an evening class. Sparring gear, you had to have gloves on and you had to have a mouthpiece. And you had to have shin guards, okay, because we kicked. Um, chest protectors and helmets were mandatory or were um, optional, okay, for higher, for the higher um, belts. Um, where the lower belts, they required everything, chest protectors, helmets, and all that stuff. But as the person got experience sparring, they didn't really need, even if they were a yellow belt, but they've been sparring the whole time that they started training, then they could have the option of headgear or not. Um, I don't fight with headgear. I don't spar with headgear. I always spar with a mouthpiece, that's for sure. Um, and I do spar with shin guards. And the shin guards are not to protect me so much. It's more to protect my opponent. It's just like when they're wearing shin guards, it's more to protect me than it is to protect themselves. So Veronica shoots. She used to, she didn't wear headgear. Um, and she wore shin guards, just like, so she didn't wear chest protector, just like me. And she didn't wear a helmet, just like me. So um, when she would connect with me, she would really connect with me. And that's when I'd be like, oh, crap. I got to I got to look out for this lady. Um and like I said, it all boiled down to because she knew how to generate power. Now, where I had an advantage over her in the sense of when I would crowd her, she didn't know how to fight um close range. So, I took away her ability to generate power um now you know i mean like i said she was she was a lower ranking bout so she hadn't learned that stuff yet but she knows it now and all that stuff uh i haven't sparred her in a while but we'll set something up so we could get back to sparring uh with her um even if it's in our backyard or whatever okay so i'm getting off the rails here um but the point is, is that she was able to make me feel her punches no matter where she hit me. She could have hit me just on my shoulder. She could have hit me in my chest. She would hit me in my face. And I would feel it. Okay? Now, when we were sparring, we are not sparring at 100% power. We're not trying to knock everybody out. But, so when she would hit me, she would be hitting me like at 25%. But 
but it would feel solid because she's doing all three of the motions at the same time. Whereas if she really wanted, if she put the rest of her power, because she was holding back, kind of pulling her punches. I mean, that's what we do. We don't want to hurt anybody. We want to train, but we don't want to injure anybody. So she had the control of her body on how to do that. And, you know, just like I did in all the, all the, <clears throat> excuse me, all the higher, high, higher belts did. When you start fighting lower ranking people, that's when you kind of worry because they don't have the control yet. Um, so they don't know how to manage their power. Everybody assumes you got to go 100% all the time. Um, but that's not the case. So anyways, the way to, you know, because she knew how to generate that power when she would hit me with that 25% strike, it would feel closer to something like 40% because it was it was at the maximum at that particular time. Okay? So this is how a smaller person can hit a bigger person and that bigger person's going to feel it. So, like I said, if she would have hit me 100% power and she was trying to knock me out, um, I don't know if she would have or not, but it would have been pretty close, and I don't—I didn't want to take that bet. Uh, but she does have knockout power because she's not just using her hands; she's using her whole entire body. Okay. Um, to go back to the the drill, I was telling you guys where you put your hand on someone's shoulder and all that stuff. If you put your hand on someone's shoulder and you have it extended, okay, and then you rotate and you give them a little shove and then you shift your weight, you realize you're generating power. Now do that from the beginning where your hand is not touching your shoulder. You have your, it's kind of like you're in a fighting stance. And this time, hit them using all three uh, ways to generate power and it doesn't have to be a hundred percent impact you're not trying to knock them out or you're not trying to bruise them but just do it that way and generate the power and you're gonna see they're gonna feel it they're gonna be like what the crap are you doing so like i said you could once you know how to generate the power then you can manipulate how much power is actually going to get done <clears throat> excuse me or how much power is going to get um, used in that particular strike so if another way if you don't have someone to do this with put your arm stand up face the wall put your hand against the wall like you're going to do a one uh, one arm one handed push up that is, and just hold yourself up. That is extension. Then rotate yourself, rotate your shoulder, and you're going to see that you're actually going to get farther away from the wall. Okay, because the wall is not going to give, so when you do rotate, it's going to push you up. That's your rotation. Okay, same thing 
with that, with your hand extended and your shoulder and rotated, shift your weight towards the front, towards the wall, and you're going to see that it's going to push you a little farther backwards. That is your weight transfer. Okay. And then get back to a fighting position and try to hit that wall with no I would suggest palm strike open hand and you'll see that when you hit that wall generating all three it's actually going to push you back a little bit that's how you generate the power okay that's if you're going straight so uh jabs crosses you could generate power all three ways that way if you are um, going sideways, left and right, right to left. Okay, so or a hook or a slap. Then you cannot use for a hook. You cannot use extension. Okay, um, so for to throw a hook, you want to have your elbow close to your body, touching your body if possible, uh, and then. What you can do is you could do rotation. So if you're throwing a lead hook, a front hook, um, you have your front elbow connected to your body, and then you rotate your feet um, from left to right. So you could throw that hook. So you're rotating there, and you're weight transferring. So you're shifting your weight from the 50-50 as you rotate to um, to hit someone then you shift the, lead, the weight from your front foot over to your back foot again it should be the 70-30 or 80-20 something like that and also you don't want to lean so much to where um, you lose your balance okay and if you're gonna do it from right to left, it's the other way around. So if you're gonna if you're gonna shift, if you're gonna throw a right hook, a rear hook, you're going to rotate towards the left, and you're gonna shift your weight from your back leg to your front leg. Okay. If you're generating power going downwards, okay, that one. Say you're doing a hammer fist coming down. So that one you're going to have extension and weight transfer, okay? So that one you can't really rotate down too much to to get any power there. So you're going to generate power by using your arm and dropping your weight. So all you're doing is bending your knees as your arm is hitting your target, okay? That, that generates more power, Um so that's dropping your weight and if you're doing opposite if you're going up if you're doing hooks uh, I'm sorry uh, if you're doing uppercuts uh, then again you want your elbows close to your body and that's your extension and then what you're going to do is you're going to move your energy you're going to weight transfer from down to up so you're going to have your bent knees and then you're going to spring up okay that is how you generate power if you're going from if you want the power to go upwards okay so if you're going straight 
you got extension, you got rotation, and you got weight transfer. If you're going to the left to right or right to left, you got rotation and you got weight transfer. If you're going from down to up, you got extension, weight transfer. If you're going from up to down, you have extension, weight transfer. Okay, I hope I didn't confuse you guys there. Um, on the online video that I'm doing, on my online course, you guys know, I'm going to have visuals of all that stuff and show you guys. Um, and this is what's going to help you get that knockout power. Have you guys ever watched any Mike Tyson's fight? He had so much knockout power because when he throws that hook, watch how he does it. It's not just his hand he's using his whole entire body and that's what made it so devastating okay next week's episode it's i'm gonna give you guys my top five list of physical attributes to win a fight okay uh and remember if you guys have any questions comments collab ideas you can reach out to me at andrew or rise above selfdefense.com you can visit the website, www.riseabovesoftdefense.com. And remember, only you can unleash your inner badass. <laughs>